You are listening to the NIHL Flyby with your hosts Matt Lindsay and Dave Ferrari, proudly supported by Skaters Network and Pride Tape. Welcome to episode 89. I'm one of your hosts, Matt Lindsay. And I'm Dave Ferrari. And Davey, what a week it has been in hockey. You missed it all, mate, because oh, you mate. had travelled south to see Mama Bear. Mama Bear and the fam. I had FOMO though, Matt Lindsay. I tell you what, I was just dying to know. I was hanging. You called me actually in a panic after the Div 1 game. I did. And uh, I went, mate, I this it. is so close. What? Well, actually, it was Leon Flint's uh, got my mind in a pretzel Leon, about... Leon. Uh, so the Astros won the, the junior game. We'll get into it in the NHL report, but um, Div 1 played second, and the two clubhouses the last three weeks versing each other have gone to overtime. And tied. And tied. And Leon said to me, what's going to happen if this goes to overtime and ties again? And then, you know, the next few three games end up being even as well, and it's a tie break. And I went, that's a great question, Leon. Said, Leon, not the time um, of the players. No, that's right. <laughs> Because even though it's it's a cup and it's a bit of fun, they're, they're just regular season games. Yes. Um, the reason why we designed it. But uh, so I called you. I said, Davey, we might have to uh, to make a, a decision on the fly here. What are we going to do? And we, we thought maybe why don't we just travel to the Div 4 and have a shootout uh, and see what happens. But it didn't end up coming to fruition anyway. Yeah, now, we did have a procedure in place. But, yeah, uh, we did. It was all good. It was on a napkin. It was on the back of a napkin. <laughs> No, mate, but it was great to get down to Melbourne, um, see the fam, oh, doing a little Christmas early, or at least my part of Christmas early. They'll they'll still celebrate the day without me, believe it or not. Yes. Uh, but that was excellent. Saw my nephews and nieces, um, which was great. And oh, just, uh, got sorry, back no, you've, last just, night. Uh, you've just reminded me why you said Christmas, but... Uh It's the Christmas episode, mate. That's right, episode eighty-nine. It did is. Did you say that off the top? We did, but uh, I forgot to throw in the little jingle there because it is the the Christmas episode. We're having a couple of weeks break here after today. Yes. Um, but yeah, just wanted to throw it in. You just reminded me. I forgot off the hop. Uh, I, I guess I could add it in in the editing oh, mate, later on in post, but keep, uh, editing to a minimum. No, exactly. So how was the, the kids? Were, were well. They were excellent. They, mate, they are growing up. The eldest, Callum is going into grade five next year. Wow. Which really means high school's just around the corner. Yeah. Uh, He'll be the first to high school, right? Yes. Yeah. Yep. It's crazy. Even the youngest, Jetta, is just, it's it's flashing before my eyes. Even my mum's dog, Nelson, mm. uh, was just, he's only, he turns two on Australia Day next year. But uh, even he has just grown up so fast. So yep. I've, uh, my, one of my resolutions, Maddie, we I said the last one the other week, more stuff in the diary, or not the diary, the wall calendar. Yes, yeah, so you now birthday have... Birthday cards. I let them mm. know that as well. Because you oh, know, you, if you set goals, you've got to say them out loud so people oh, definitely. hold you to them. But uh, also is to get down to Melbourne more and uh, spend a bit more time with the fam. Oh, very good. Maybe tack it on to the road trips as the GM. The assistant to the GM. Yeah, of next course. Year. I'll have to make some. I'll have to schedule some high level meetings that I just have to be a part of. Yeah, actually, I did some uh, preseason testing last weekend before the Serious Cup. Yes, the Matt Lee. Because I've I've thrown my name in the ring and see what happens. Matt um, Lindsay is coming back out of retirement. Um, yeah. It's it's going to be. That's right. That's right. The big fella. The big fella is going to be back. <laughs> He's going to be a slimmer fella He's by then. He's going to be a slim big fella. 
Uh, Maddie, I think that North is, they just need your, uh, your poise and experience out there. And no, but, absolutely. I mean, all that's well and good, but what I can't wait for is the, the fight at practice at center ice between you and Sean Ultram as to who's going to wear number three. Yeah, I know. Uh, that's going to be know. epic. We're going to have to handicap it. We'll probably tie one of Sean's arms behind his back. I'd so say it's an both. even fight. Uh, but that's just going to be, and, and it'll probably be to, to the death till uh, someone <laughs> physically rips the jersey off the other and puts it on. Uh, I love it. So I did some testing with uh, Josh Second. Yes. The still got it or what? I had the he he sent the graph to me. I had no idea what it was, so I wrote to him and said, "Mate, this looks great. It's all colourful." But now, before you, you get explain, to the results, yeah, just sure. the testing, mate. He, yeah, I did. I did see it. He's got the insoles, which measure yep. kind of pressure. So what you're putting down in, through input to output. It's ins and outs, correct. mate. Ins and outs, exactly. Just like tax. Uh, yeah, he had that, and then he had this cable attached to the back of your hockey pants. Um, I was nervous that it was going to run out of rope and, and all of a sudden the just, machine yeah, off. I did see that on smash the your back but yeah. uh, he assured me it was long enough and yeah you just had to skate as hard as you could from was there resistance to, on that or not uh, oh, a little bit not not excessive um, but it definitely slowed me down the results <laughs> <laughs> so just go line to, to red line and then center red line yeah we're meant to do another one but ran out of time because uh, the, the mites was happening right after us and yep. we want to make sure that they get as much ice time as they can. Awesome. So we got cut short, but that was fine. Um, but yeah, surprisingly to me, uh, actually, what do you think I perform better at? The acceleration or the, you know, the, what, what do you call it? Like you, when you're in stride, you know what uh, I mean? Like just, the, just, um, just general you know, skating. Top, top speed. Top so speed. Yeah. Top speed. You accelerate your first gear or your fourth gear. Yeah. yeah correct. Uh, Oh, I mean, the way you've asked me, it's clearly going to be not what I'm thinking. Because I would think top speed, you'd accelerate, just given your lack of training over the last few years. Yes. Um, to be polite. But I think you've probably you've probably surprised yourself and me in your your explosiveness. I just, have. Just a shake of the hips and you're gone, were you? Yeah, isn't that weird? I yeah. was not expecting that at all because... Well, sometimes... Know, and again, no offence, mate. I'm not throwing daggers here mm, at all, but... Mm. I've seen it with a few players. Sometimes if you are a bit heavier, sometimes you get a bit more power in your push and that it can could, propel you a that little could more be it. in the first few steps. But it's just harder to do that for longer periods of time during a game. So you're not overall fitter. Yes. But in just one sprint, uh, you might have a bit more bit more juice in the legs, if you know what I mean. Yes, there you go. Anyway, that was basically the results. I was above average with the acceleration. Above average. Yeah, which was exciting. But Excellent. then I uh, slowed down to the average over my top speed. So... Yeah. Obviously got a little bit of work cut out for me. I was versing Liam though, so, yeah, you know. He was good, he was very explosive. He was very explosive. Paddy Naden was there. Um, you know, I had a lot of heavy competition. Yeah. Um, there was a couple of the younger guys, so hopefully I, I beat them out. Yeah, just yeah. intimidate them out of the way. Gary wasn't watching though, so. Oh, he'll, he all the results come across his desk, mate. No doubt, don't, no don't doubt. Don't you worry about that. I did tell him on uh, the weekend that I was going to play again. He said, oh, we'll see. Um, you know, I don't know how many down I'm going to carry, so. We'll see what happens, mate, but that's oh, the goal mate. He for says me. that, but I've, I've been carrying D for years. Uh, started <laughs> with you back in 2014. And, the boat uh, anchor, yep. yeah. Mate, speaking of Christmas, Maddie has baked us up some lovely rumbles for this episode. Ooh, so we're going yeah, to dive into those. I'd love to. I've got to say, uh, this will be a good, uh, what do you call it, uh, litmus test? Wit- litmus? Litmus. 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 Litmus test. Yeah. Uh, Lindsay test because I my mum makes rum balls. Ooh. Delicious. You, know, you love your mum's cooking. Of course. Uh, but I had a rum ball 
of um, Brenda Powell's. Either Judy Watini or Brenda Powell had made it. was up in the score box, one of their last games scoring for us. Yep. They were celebrating Christmas. And uh, dug into one of their run balls. Couldn't drive home. Well, yeah, heavy <laughs> on the rum, let me tell you. But, uh, but it was good but different. Yeah, uh, sure. I think, I think it was just because it was very heavy on the rum. <laughs> so I'm interested to see where, which way these go, more chocolatey or more rummy, and will I be Ubering home? There we go. And then to compliment the mate, we have some butterscotch snaps. Snaps? Ooh. Yeah. Provided by <sighs> the lovely Cujo, who's, mind Ooh. you, about three weeks into rehab uh, on her lower body LBI. repair uh, that we spoke about a couple of weeks ago. Is this laced? So, yeah, it could be. Um, so we're going to try that out, mate, and see what it tastes like. So I don't think I've ever had butter, butterscotch snaps before, um, but I'm very excited to taste that with the rum balls. And then hopefully the blood alcohol levels stay at an appropriate, um, you know, measurement. Yeah. Measurement? Yeah. To get home. Absolutely. Now, mate, I'm just scrolling through my phone. I was listening to you. Sorry to be rude there. But Cujo did uh, text me the other day. About um, Tampa losing to Toronto? 4-1. Absolute shellacking. Find it. it wasn't about that, I don't believe. Uh, but if you just want to fill for me, mate, sure, I'll find it. Uh, so we're going to dive into the Series Cup, as we mentioned, in the NHL headlines. But, mate, just quickly. Yes, got it. Sorry. Before uh, you, yeah, okay. go, go ahead. Sure. No, go go <laughs> quickly. Fine. Jump in. Go. I just wanted to say who won because it's very exciting for yeah. the Astros Clubhouse right. to clinch their first cup in the NHL from, since the Space Launch. Basically, they've, they've had donuts. Yeah. Now, have they won a championship? No. No, so not a championship nor a cup. Nothing. So this is record-breaking. It is. Astros have finally hit Earth. And what a turnout, all seven people. (laughs) Yeah, it was great. It was dwindled (laughs) down, but uh, my old clubhouse mate, proud of them. Now, just quickly backtracking uh, to to Cujo. I get a text here Monday, 7.22 p.m., Maddie. Just listening to the pod. Really disappointed that when speaking about this week's number, you omitted to mention one of the most famous people to wear that magical number. Big cat, big cat Vassy. Rude. Big Cat Vassy. So he must wear 87. 88. Oh, Vassy. No, 88, sorry. Vasileski. Yeah, the goalie for Tampa. Oh, who Anyone cares? hasn't heard of him. I mean, irrelevant, really. Yeah. You're a, goal, you're a goalie for Tampa. Uh, you know, when they were winning cups, you, they didn't even need a goalie. The only reason he's good is because he's eight cap. foot. Exactly. He's too tall. He's illegal, pretty yeah. much. He's, all his pads <laughs> are illegal. And... Um, and you're over the salary cap, uh, or both cups you've won. So, Vasilevsky, you can be wearing number 104 for all I care, mate. And, uh, you're <laughs> irrelevant. Exactly. But we love you, Kujo, and I can't wait to try this schnapps, Matty. We're gonna, when are we... Uh, yeah, what are we... Yeah, uh, maybe after the headlines. But before we get to the headlines, I want to uh, mention uh, something pretty exciting that came across our desk during the Sirius Cup, um, and that was some news around two young star players... Going over to Singapore to play in a hockey tournament. Oh. Yeah. Uh, they're called, oh gosh, I think they're called the Australian All-Stars from memory. Right, where are Just they Just don't quote me. Uh, the coach is from Sydney. Okay. Uh, taking a team over. And two teams, actually, there's going to be two teams. There's an under-11s and under-14s. Right. Um, and Cody Parrott and Sam Bryan. Have Good made the squads, you fellas. So that, that's huge. Yeah, two, big congratulations, absolute studs. And uh, they get to, mate get to take their hockey internationally. And I hope you try the Singapore noodles while you're there, because I had them on the weekend. We had a bit of Chinese in Melbourne, Ooh. and they're absolutely delicious. But Singapore, I've only heard good things about that country. I only stopped in the airport. 
Yeah, okay. Many I times. I've never even stopped him. Actually, sorry, I did stop him. Yeah, you would have. And it was with your dad. It was uh, impromptu. Medical emergency on the plane. Had oh. to detour, stop, drop the fella off to get worked on, and yeah. then we were back in the air. So well. I have been to Singapore, technically. Yeah, there you go. Uh, and then the last thing I want to mention before we dive into the headlines, Davey, is the very exciting news that we have provided a Christmas present to all the NHL community releasing the winter expression of interest. The EOIs, Maddie, for winter, it's far away. Like we've really just got just gone into summer here, but with the Christmas break, the New Year break. And you with a calendar now, I just no, wanted to get exactly, ahead of it. Exactly, you know? mate. Got to fill that calendar up. But uh, no, we're obviously, you know, pretty soon here with the club, a lot of planning meetings around rep. Uh, we have to secure ice. That's the biggest thing because, uh, you know, you can you can plan everything in the world, but if there's not ice for you to, to play on, you got to get that locked away. So we want to have all those meetings um, really soon here. So we just want to get a rough idea of mm. who will be back for the winter and what division they uh, they intend on, on, you know, either going after in the ID skate or putting their name down for. So... I mean, it's free. You would have got the email. You can sign up online and just... Email hasn't gone out yet. Sorry, but you can sign up <laughs> online. I thought I had because the, the replies are coming in thick and fast. So, yes. look, we will be limited uh, this winter just because of all the rep and the closures in Sydney uh, and the extended AHL season, which I'll get to in a second. Some exhibition games here, which are going to be pretty exciting. But uh, ice is hard to come by. So we will mm. be... Um, we, we know we're going to be at capacity... Uh, we do want to grow the divisions uh, to a to a fifth division, hopefully with a couple of teams at least. But yep. we we need everyone's EOIs in. We don't want anyone missing out. So the more people that say, "Hey, I'm in," and somewhat formally, like there's no charge, but if you can get that email in, that way we somewhat formally know uh, we can book ice and make our plans accordingly to hopefully accommodate everyone for the winter season uh, NIHL hockey. Love it. I don't think I've got anything more to add to that, but that's great. I nailed it, mate. How could you? You did. I will get out an email, though, uh, over the weekend. Well, it's very close well, to Christmas. I mean, so it'll yeah, probably be the week after, yeah, let's be have, honest. Have a Christmas break, Maddie. I think you've... Yeah, you've no, I think that. I deserve it. Uh, but yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's live now. If you listen to the pod, you can jump on there on the website. Go to hockeymd.au slash shop. You'll see the senior one there. Get your name in. Yep, absolutely. Shall we go into the headlines, David? Let's do it, mate. Headlines brought to you by Dropping Espresso. Did you bring any headlines today? You did last week. Yeah, I did last week. No, you've been a busy uh, man. I was just telling you, mate. I'm as busier than a uh, one-armed, you know, bricklayer. So yeah, very good. All right, first one up: Walker Cup shelved. Yep. Okay, that's good. And the next one up: spreading ice over grassroots. Okay. The last one, David. Sound the siren. Oh, my singing voice is not warmed up. No. Red leather, yellow leather. Mate, starting with Nathan, this is, I know what you're gonna, the headline is. Yeah. It's, like, it's a great headline. But before we get there, did anyone see Nathan Walker's first snip of the year? No, yes, second? First. First snip of the year. First point. Beating the goalie clean. I don't think it was first point. Anyway, beating Three, the goalie clean. 300 um, mil? It was, well, a bit more, but yeah. it was an absolute snip. Uh, good to see him back in the lineup a bit more and great to see him scoring the Aussie Nathan Walker. But, mate, Walker Cup shelved. Yes. I thought it said Sheffield for a second, but shelved. Uh, you know all about shelving. <laughs> what is that headline about? Speaking of, let's get into a rumble while we uh, rumble. dive into this. But I just wanted to bring it up. We probably could have brought it up last week. Um, you know, we had a lot of headlines already. 
Uh, oh, David's just going straight for nice it. Nice and soft. You keep these in the it's freezer. We've got to get um, them in the freezer. No, it's fridge actually. Yeah, we've got to go freezer. freezer. Okay, interesting. We've got to go freezer. Well, they were just cooked today. That's good. That's Mo- good. Moist? You know what, Maddie? That's a solid second place. Wow. It's a big ball. Mm. Bigger than mum's balls, for sure. Yep. Uh, second Allison. <laughs> second Allison. Of course. It's, uh, I mean, the, the, the Powell's, Powell Bettini ball was was good. It was just too rich for my liking. Yep. Um, but this one's right in the middle. Yeah. I feel like you could have 30 of these. You could probably put a touch more rum in this one. Mm. But this is good. This is, uh, oh, they're very good. There we go. Well done. Uh, so Walker Cup shelf. Uh, yes, the PHL. It came out last week, said... It's over. You know, yeah, exactly. Um, we were short-lived. We had big goals. Um, no longer happening. But I want to dive into it a little bit because obviously we spoke about it last year when it was all coming out, all the hype and the videos and everything like that. Um, and, mate, I think if you're going to take positives out of anything, I do think it probably made the AHL react a little bit. Um, have a few more meetings than they probably would have normally. Yep. And all of a sudden we now have an incredible 10-team league happening in AHL for 2023 so you know regardless of um, the controversies the taking players from different uh, teams and lower levels all that sort of stuff um, if you focus on the positives I do think it's probably been a good outcome for the AHL that we always knew was gonna um, survive and you know thrive but I think even more so now just based off what happened this year yeah, I couldn't agree more, Maddie. I mean, look, we all knew right off the bat there's just not enough. There's no room for two best-on-best best leagues. Mm. Um, and I think the AHL were probably spurred into action quicker than they had planned by the PHL. I know a lot of things that have come to fruition through it were already in place, but it just made them act upon them quicker. Yeah, uh, And also some things uh, weren't really in place, but uh, – kind of came to fruition as well just out of necessity to, to kind of make sure they they won the battle to to keep and retain the best players in the country playing mm. in the best league so I mean short-lived uh, it definitely was was news um, you know some may call it exciting uh, you know for for I think you like, I think I can speak for both of us Matty we're someone that really likes the history of the good old cup and the AHL so it was a little uh you know, excitement crossed with a bit, a bit of kind of nervous energy. Yeah. When it, when it first dropped, just a bit of uncertainty. But uh, I think, you know, I don't want to say best case, worst case, but I think really we're in a good spot now. Um, whether that's because of the PHL or not, mm. uh, I just am really happy where hockey's at. I think a ten-team league. I mean, we'll see. We'll see how good it is and how, how, uh, you know, if it can survive and if it can thrive. Um, be profitable and and uh, sell the game really well on a national level, but I really like where our game's at. I like now that there's no competition that we can really get the best players playing mm. in this league and, and it be true best on best. And I think it's going to be a big year for hockey. With I'm hoping, I'm hoping nothing else comes out of the woodwork, but I, I think 2023 is going to be a big year for hockey in this country. And I think. It'll be hopefully just as exciting as all the news and kind of rumours were last year, but in a positive way that everyone can't wait to see this 10-team comp kick off and welcoming, you know, the the full roster of imports back out again as well. I think mm. um, it's going to be pretty cool to see 
hockey not only back in full swing but perhaps um, you know, bigger swing than it was prior to COVID? I think one of the the biggest questions I have is so you've now got the essentially the undefeated Adelaide Avalanche who won the Walker Cup in the PHL. Yes. And then you've got the Darwin Ice Hockey team that have never lost a game. Yes. Do these two go head to head to see who the ultimate Australian championship yeah, is? Yeah, championship champions. Yeah, mate, I'd love to see it. I mean, <laughs> you know, we know in the in the past the Darwin Ice Hockey team have had trouble with teams not showing up. Yeah, and, and them getting the the default victory. So, you know, I know they they still do their thing and go down and check on the ice every now and again mm. um, on the beach there. And it wasn't quite frozen, but they actually have the indoor facility now. They do. So maybe they can throw down the <laughs> throw down the gauntlet. But, uh, but look, on a serious note, it, it will be cool to see how that Adelaide team now stack up against the AHL because that's their nucleus of players. Like they, that roster, yep. you know, you, you'd like to think is going to return in its entirety. Mm. Um, maybe minus one team. or two players. And then you add in imports to that. So... It'll be cool to see how they stack up. And I think they're going to be um, rather competitive in the last. Prior to COVID, Adelaide kind of sputtered for a few years and struggled to make a playoff push. But uh, I really think they're going to they're going to be a team that can be hovering around that playoff bubble, which is, which is at least right where they should be. Um, they've got a good history, the Adelaide Adrenaline. Now, mate, you, uh, I think it's probably a good time to just mention uh, what you were saying off the bat there just around um, the AHL and what's happening in the, the preseason. I love that jam. It's a great jam. Welcome it back. Yes, so uh, some big news. Now, this is, this is true insider stuff here, Maddie. So if you don't mind, if this can just stay between you and me, and I'd love another, another rumble. Yeah, absolutely. You're trying, we're not, get, you're trying to get me drunk, aren't you? We're not recording, so it's fine. Uh, if this can just stay between you and me, I'd be much appreciated, but appreciative. Uh, look, mate, there's word on the street, um, and it's been confirmed by a, by a reliable source. But until it's out there on the um, on the team socials, it's just rumor and innuendo. Yep. Uh, which we're going to just add to here on this podcast, mate. There's uh, NCAA, which is American college hockey. Yes. Uh, Division three, which you played in, actually. Mm. The old Northland, Shortland? Northland. Northland uh, College. Uh, they're not the team, but there's a NCAA Division Three men's hockey team that's coming to our shores next year, mate, May, I believe. Wow. And they are going to be taking on our Northies here at the Hunter Ice Skating Stadium. Um, again, you've got to wait till it's confirmed. Rumours and innuendo right now. But Lumberjacks. Mate, I might be have, donning the uniform again. We're going to have a, uh, a, a, a D3 team Playing up against our guys, it's going to be Mystery Alaska style, mate. Yeah. Uh, I think it's going to be excellent. And I don't think, and you know better than me, in the history of the North Stars, they haven't played many exhibition games where they've played teams outside of the AHL, particularly not overseas teams. I think uh, this is going to be a game um, for the history books. That is very cool. It reminds me of, I think, I don't know if we've spoken about it just off air, but around the Kelowna team that used to come out here, there used to be Navy teams and stuff that travelled back in the day. Um, so very cool to hear that something might be coming back next year, mate, just to add on top of the excitement of what we've already talked about, the 10 teams. Um, have we mentioned the, they're not conferences that are happening, but it's, they oh, they are, they're yeah. genuine conferences. They okay. Actually conferences, well, yeah. Yeah. well, you, you would know, you're the GM. 
Um, assistant GM, mate. Yeah, assistant to the GM. Uh, but I kind of thought it was a little bit weird. How did they decide on which teams are versing each other more often than not? So it's somewhat location-based, but it's not just the closest teams because it'd be, you know, very unfair if Newcastle played the two Sydney teams, Central Coast and Canberra, because they'd always just It'd have bus trips travel, yeah. and they'd save a lot of money on hotels and airplanes and all that, whereas Perth, Adelaide and the rest of those teams all would, be, fly, yeah. would be in the air every weekend. So it was a balance of that, of, of each team getting you know what road trips in they could, but also sharing in flight, flying trips as well. So Right, okay. Um, when you explain all that, it makes sense. Yeah. It's kind of, I think it's the fairest thing to do. Yeah. Um, but essentially, so the, the teams that are in your conference, I didn't know they were conferences, but the team that's in your conference, you'll verse four times, twice at home, twice away, whereas the teams outside of your conference, you'll verse one, uh, twice, sorry. One home. One at home, one away. One away, yep, yep. That's right. So we'll go to Perth for a, a lone game, one game. Yes. Yeah, and they'll come here for the same. Interesting. I mean, it's going to work out better for them because they'll probably play a Sydney team or something on the next Very day. Very similar to what we did in 2012, actually. They, they, they just tried it for one year. Uh, similar, like same, same, but different, but that, yes. that sort of concept. And uh, they're still working on the playoff format where um, as to the playoff format is going to be extended this year where some some of the semis uh, will be the week before. Yeah. And there'll be a, a kind of an extra chance to get into that final weekend. That's um, cool. Yeah, I like that. so that's still all going to you know come out in the fullness of time, but it's uh, it's all looking good. Very good. All right, how about we get into number two of the headlines? It's a bit long-winded there. Uh, spreading ice over grassroots. That's right. I just thought this was very cool. You probably have no idea what this is because you haven't been on socials, but uh, Melbourne Ice have advertised for a primary school liaison officer Ooh. because they're uh, making it a goal next year to get into primary schools and help grow the game. That's a great initiative, Maddie. And look, we've seen this set up uh, a lot of times when we've been down there with the North Stars and, and with NSA where they have great access to equipment and such. Their, their yep. academy there at the Ice House is, just has kind of whiz bins full of, of different Protective kinds of equipment. So when yeah. kids give hockey a go, they're very well protected, which means they can give it a, a real go. Um, so, you know, I think that's a great idea. I think every team and rink uh, and club should be doing you know, something like that to, mm. to get uh, what well, anyone in the game, but particularly young kids that may pick up a sport and, and run with it, kind of like you and I do when we were young. Yep. So that's excellent. It's good to see uh, the Melbourne Ice, you know, they struggled on the ice last year, but I think they've put some people into place, uh, the latest of which, well, is this position that they're advertising for, but the latest of which is Kerry Goulet, their new yeah, head coach director and director of Hockey yeah. Ops. That'll um, be interesting. So I think... Uh, yeah, they're really gonna. They're really trying to grow the business side of it, and also the grassroots side, um, mm. which will be beneficial for them and the sport long term. Yeah, definitely. So, starting something great. Hopefully, we'll watch it closely and see if it'll expand into other teams in the future. And then, the last one, mate. Sound the siren. Um, just wanted to mention the A-Dub, because obviously it's been happening since uh, October this year. Um, they're about halfway through the season now, so I had a quick look at the standings. Mind you, that I'm not a fan of the, the website. I have to say, it's just through the IHA website. The sports desk? No. Oh well, maybe. I, yeah, I, probably if it's IHA. It looks but different get, to yeah. the one in, in New South Wales, but um, I think it should have a standalone one. Really, it should. Yeah, I'm just throwing it out there. Uh, but 
The Sirens, mate, they are in second place. They got 14 points. Who's they played first? six games. The, uh, the, the Melbourne Ice. Yeah, Melbourne Ice women. Yes. The Meal. Correct. Meal. Yeah, who are very strong. They're actually undefeated. Six games, six wins. Right, that's um, the bigger they are, harder they fall. Touche. Yeah. There we go. And then the Sirens, very own Shana Godfrey, tied for most points. 16 points in six games, just having an absolute standout season. 16 in six. Yeah. That's 2.4. 2.4. Ish. That's quick maths. Yeah. We'll take it. Is it? Yeah, sure. But, yeah. Just sound confident, mate. People believe it. Well, that's, exactly. That's epic. But yeah, so they're about halfway through. They come back early January. Um, looks like they played that double headers for the most part. Um, and they're all being streamed this year uh, through Clutch TV, I believe it's called. Um, so yeah, jump on, jump on and watch them when they're being advertised and running. Um, but very exciting for the Sirens, mate. I know we don't have a Newcastle team, but Sirens is as close as it gets just based out of Sydney. So that's the team that we root for. Yep. Um, our very own Amelia Matheson was the captain for many, many years. Oh, she's one of the club greats, mate. Exactly. So very exciting stuff. Glad to see that they're being successful. While we're on the, one uh, of our learn to play coaches, actually Georgia Clark, is even there this year. Georgia. Um, Good on her. Yeah, very exciting. Sam Payne as well. So... A lot they're, of they're killing great. and another yeah. uh, another W player who has been in the Sirens um, system for a while uh, and the flyby's own Sienna Nicholson. Yes, uh, just a bit of news, mate. She has landed in Sweden. Oh, excellent some time with uh, the Mac I was Daddy. watching the itinerary. I was glad to see her land safely. And, uh, apparently, he's been on the ice practicing with the women's team there and is getting heavily, heavily recruited to join them. Um, Doesn't surprise me for the season. So. I mean, that's pretty cool. And also, a little bit of news on... You can call on me Mythic Mike because I predict these things. He, mate, he had a rough t- rough start to the season. Uh, you know those starts, and we've both been there, Maddie. where you're killing it. You're absolutely playing just like, like an absolute professional. Yep. Uh, but you just can't get the points. Yep. You're setting guys back up back door, and they're just whiffing on it. Oh, uh, you're the third assist. Third assist, yeah. Yep. Or you're going D to D, and... Bloody buddy hits shin guards and goes the other way for breakaway. <laughs> anyway, uh, that was happening to Mac. But lately, mate, finally scored a goal. Starting uh, to click. Assist, assisted by uh, Nova Castro and Riley Tonks, mind you. Uh, and then he added an assist. And then he added another goal. And now, now you just can't stop the man. He's the hottest player in the league. Unreal. Uh, I just made that up. But he's, he's definitely on, a, on fire. Uh, so he's good to still gunning for our positions, hosting the flyby in the background. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely, mate. He's, he's already bought the, uh, the sound deck and the mics. He's just ready to go. So, <laughs> good on um, him. Yeah, good on well him. Well done, you're, Mac. You're, Keep you're, it going. You're doing a pause. So, sorry. Just that was – I'm going to wrap that up, mate, because that was – Headlines brought to you by Dropping Espresso. That's right. Yeah, Before we dive yeah. into the, the NHL report, we're going to try this uh, butterscotch schnapps. Schnapps. It says, let's get elfed up, which is a pretty funny Ooh. pun. Yeah. Um, Smell test? It's, oh, he meant to mix it with something. I think this is like, well, uh, I think, I think, well, this is like I mean, straight butterscotch. Uh, I was about to put half the bottle in each, but I think we might just have to do a no, little. No, no, just do a little. Sh- yeah, a little, little shotsy. Uh, shotsy. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, Maddie's having a heavy holidays. Yeah. Here we go. Start somewhere. Okay. Uh, let's so just try this, mate, before we get into the NHL report. Uh, cheers. What's that mark on the cup? That's all right. That's a bit of cockroach. Cheers, too. it. Yeah. And uh, Thank you, Kudro. Let's uh, give it a whiff. Oh, it's actually delicious. Oh, it's very smooth. Oh. And sweet. Yeah. Wow. Sweet How have we not had that before? That's so dangerous. Oh, very festive, very uh, 
Now, surely she doesn't make that. No, no. It's, well, I don't know unless she uh, designed and, and developed the case as well. I'm not sure. but That's absolutely delicious, Cujo. We thank you. Yeah, what a lovely present. Um, I take away, I take back all those bad things Matt made me say about your goal, Grassy. <laughs> That's delicious. All right, mate, push that button. The NIHL Report, brought to you by Skaters Network. All right, mate, since I was here, I'm going to read through it a little bit and uh, you can provide running commentary yep. uh, and we'll just see where it I'm takes us. treadmill, mate. But, yeah. mate, it started off 3.30 with our favourite division, the Legends, the Juniors. The JRs. Um, bigger turnout than the, the Polaris Cup. Um, Navigators only had six that day, but, uh, you know, pretty good attendance for both teams. Um, and, mate, it ended up with the Astros kind of dominating Benny Armstrong a little bit in this one. So it was a 10-2 victory to the Astros. Um, Benny Armstrong, 5-4-5 save percentage. Benny. Well, yeah, it wasn't his best game, uh, but he also had Crouchy versus him. So, you know, we've spoken well, we about Crouchy many Crouchy's times. In his head. I mean, if, if Crouchy... I have heard from Ben's wife that often he'll wake in a cold sweat. Um, just thinking of number six. He just wakes up and says, oh, crouchy, crouchy, because <laughs> he's thinking of that shot just kind of beaming past his ears. So. And it sure did, mate, because he got five on the day. Five goals. Five so, goals I past mean, Benny. There's something there. Look, we may have to sit down with Benny and just give him a bit of uh, a bit of couch crouch therapy. Yes. You know what I mean? Uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? Well done. Because, uh, crouch, mate, Crouchy's on absolute tear. Now, interesting in this game, mate, Monique Sheffield had an illness late in the week. Yes. Uh, and, and there was talk of her being rested on Saturday mm. so she could be healthy and ready to go for Sunday's game. Yep. Uh, and that she was because she not was. only did she play. She got a goal. She got a goal. She did. Got a bingo. As well as majority of the team, Davey, but one of the players that really impressed me on the Astros was Aiden McIntosh. He looks more and more like Rob the more games he plays. Just yeah. very poised. So what impressed you? Just well, oh, I was yeah, getting yeah, into gotcha. it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I thought that was a negative. No, but it's positive. Yeah, Pos- Rob, positive. We love yeah. it. <laughs> no, we love Rob. He's a. Uh, yeah, you're right. That went right over my head. I could have yeah, 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 no, gone I'm there. Trying to give oh, out some games. You know. Snaps has gone in my head. Uh, but mate, he's just so smooth out there. Great puck moving defenseman. Um, some excellent one on one poke checks as well. So obviously, yeah, yeah. Watching uh, the father do his thing during the senior one games never wins a game, but uh, you know tries his hardest. Um, but, mate, Aiden was very impressive on the day. Who were the goal scorers for the Galaxy, mate? The two legends going to Singapore, mate. Two Sam Bryan and Cody Parrott. I believe we have uh, one of Sam Bryan's goals right here. Fires a shot. Rebound. They score! Pour some sugar on me. As we can that tell, the crowd was going nuts for that. So good on you, Sammy. Absolutely. And I must say, the crowd was excellent for the junior game. It really dwindled down over the divisions, which surprised me. Maybe we've got to put juniors somewhere uh, right in the middle. Yeah, it's what be. everyone comes to see. Yes. And I actually had cheers and claps for Scotty OB's video as well, which was awesome oh, to excellent. see. Which so, we will be putting up on the socials. I know Scotty's already shared it and some other Facebook pages have. We will be putting it on our socials, meaning the Instagram. Yes. Um, Probably after Christmas because we're both going away. So um, yeah, we're, gonna, we need, we're, we're not techies, but no, uh, we'll get them techies. out there because it, have a watch. Look, have a watch in the quiet of your own home because, uh, mate, the effort that's gone into those videos, I get goosebumps every time I watch it. Well done, Scotty O. Yep. And, mate, that, that uh, ovation was much deserved. It was. And, mate, based on the, the goalie stats and the shots, it really could have been a very close game. Um, I know it ended up 10-2, but the Galaxy just weren't getting the shots. The, the Astros did kind of dominate the puck possession. Um, you know, resulting in 22 shots for against Galaxy's just five. 
Wow. So, yeah, really limiting their shot opportunities. Aiden keeping them out wide. Um, but goalie for the Astros, Tal Vocal, just having that 0.600 safe percentage. So pretty close to Benny's in yeah. terms of safe percentage average. Um, Galaxy just couldn't get those shots through. So that was the first game, mate. We moved on to Division 1 after that. And we already spoke about it a little bit how I was getting nervous this was going to go to overtime um, because it was nil all, end of the first. And then you would not guess it. You might guess it, actually. Jeff Edwards. Going down against, uh, I think it was JFK, actually. And there was a bit of a both swipe at the puck at the same time. Flips up, hits Jeffrey in the shoulder, lands right back on his stick, goes down one on 0 with Ethan, and rips it over Ethan's glove right. for the first goal of the I'll, game. Got it right here. Brother, should they score? Make me a bicycle clown! Unreal. And he was ecstatic. He was talking to me about it three hours later. Just living the high life was Jeffrey. Uh, but, mate, then Mitch Hett bounced back, got a goal for the Astros. So it was one all, end of the second, I think. So, again, still a tied game. Uh, and then it went ahead with Tom Wittesweeler, 2-1 to the Galaxy. And then GQ with just about, I think it was just under halfway, uh, half remaining in the third period. Um, beautiful, beautiful goal, actually, by GQ. Just went down. Split the D, nice little uh, lefty-righty, lefty-loosey over the pad to a tied game again. I'm starting to sweat bullets, mate. And then Jiku Apraya again with just two and a half minutes to go. Clap shoots, another goal. Mate, that, I, I heard the reports where it was just vintage Jiku. It was. And I heard he was not going to be denied. And uh, quick chat with him after the game, he pretty much said that. Not today. So that was that was a live look at GQ. Uh, very calm, very calm man. Yes, uh, just got the victory. And then Ray Sheffield sealing the deal with an, a backhand actually from his own end, went on its side. As Rob Dushman said after the game, he obviously knows exactly how the ice is uh, positioned. Oh, he, he tricked it. Yeah, exactly, because it went up on its side and just rolled this incredible angle straight into the middle of the net Ding. to seal the deal. So. A very, very exciting Div 1 game, uh, 4-2 to the Astros. So they're up in the series 2-0 so far. So it really did come down to the Div 2 game. Um, and, mate, we've been watching the Astros in Div 2 pretty closely this year. Know how dominant they are. Jarrell Llewellyn. It's the, who, fi- it's the final dance for uh, Sinceri and the boys. Yeah. Yes, correct. And Jarrell did not uh, disappoint with a big slap shot in the first period. Going over uh, the shoulder of um, Wobbles. Wobbles had an outstanding game, actually, mind you, um, while I'm on the man. Uh, but, mate, not enough to stop the Galaxy. They, uh, Sorry, the Astros. They took this one 4-1. to one. The lone goal for the Galaxy going to Luke Fanayan, who was uh, a Div 4 player yeah. for us last season. Um, stepped up, and he played excellently as well, uh, getting that goal, assisted by Brant Palmer, um, who Amy Noble had to check with me three times if he's allowed to uh, wear no face coach. He's he's older than some of the trees around here. (laughs) Exactly right. Uh, So there we have it, mate. That was uh, that sealed the deal. So it's three nothing. Three nothing. The Astros at this stage. Galaxy just just uh, getting getting just just reeling. All I had was me undies on. Yeah, correct. They are. They came and bounced back though, mate. In the Div Three game, right after. Nice, I like Um, it. You know, they must send the change room, guys. Who cares? We've lost the cup. Doesn't matter. We're not going to lose the pride. Uh, and they came out and they won 3-1 to one in the Div 3 game. So the Galaxy got over top of the Astros. Um, Adam Turner, mate, getting his second goal of the year. Really impressed with that guy. He's just one of those players, not the quickest of foot, but he's one that really knows how to get in the right spot. 
And pretty this, good shooter of the puck too. Yeah, exactly. Top and uh, Nate Sheffield just found him, mate. He said, I'm going to stick it to Dad's club and my next club and uh, give a nice little dish across to Adam Turner yeah. for the first goal of the game. Uh, second one scored by our best dressed Cohen Van Eppen. Oh, nice. Sharp. Yep. He got the second goal, which was very exciting. And then this is on the first period, mind you, mate. And then Brad Whittington getting the third goal for the Galaxy. Witty. Say what? Good on then, you, mate. Love yeah, seeing Widow score. Exactly. And then the uh, the period saw uh, horn sounded to uh, finish the first period. They just said, oh, I think that's enough. We don't need to do much more. Shut it down. Shut it down, boys. They didn't get another one. But uh, the Astros did in a single lone goal of the game to Ryan Painter. Nice. So very good game there. Um, probably one of the most exciting games for the Galaxy because it was the only one they won, mate. Yeah. Well, they, they came close in the uh, the final game of the night. The, the Div 4, the Div Boys. It's time! You are not kidding. This one, it had me out of the edge of my seat, actually. Uh, ended up being 2-1 to the Astros. The Astros were pretty short bench. They were without uh, the McCormacks, actually, which I was surprised to see. Yeah, um, yeah it must be oh, busy. Here for the Polaris, but might, might have been working. Yeah, busy doing Christmas stuff, maybe, but... Uh, you know, they still got the job done. 2-1 in the end. We had uh, Mr. Goldstein himself getting a goal, Andrew Paskin. Nice. Um, and Ben McGlynn getting his fifth of the season. Um, so they were up 2 nothing after the second period. And, you know, I still looked over the Galaxy bench and I could see Rob and Dawn having a chat. And obviously it pumped up the team a little bit because Brock Mackley came out firing in the third period. That's good. And actually it got a goal uh, with about six minutes to go in the game. Stats. Uh, so that was very exciting. It made for an excellent finish. Uh, they even... Oh, did they pull the goal? Yeah, they did, actually. It was AK. So they pulled the goalie um, the last couple of minutes, but then lost possession, uh, unfortunately, in the offensive zone. Astros were able to clear it, and, and that was all she wrote. But it was a really exciting game, an excellent day. Um, I just love those cup events. We're going to have them every year, obviously. But, uh, yeah. you know, maybe... For feedback, I'm sure we're going to get some, but the timing of the year was probably not the best uh, in terms of crowd attendance and stuff. Just Chrissy. With, yeah. yeah, exactly. But, um, you know, one of the reasons were these are the days that we could actually guarantee we had that ice time. Yeah. Um, as you said earlier in the pod, ice come 2023 is very limited. It's very unknown. So, you know, we had to try do what we could. And it ended up being those dates, mate. Absolutely. But look, that's something that we want to work uh, to, to get ahead of uh, in 2023, which is why those EOIs are out there now. So we can uh, we can book and black out the appropriate ice, including cup games and things like that, uh, way ahead of time. That's right, mate. All right. Can you hit the, the purple button? Because GJT has written in with a bit of an ick. Oh, that purple button. The one that's way back here. That's an ick. Correct. Now he wrote this. He wrote this about two weeks ago, okay. um, but he just reminded me last That's week. Fresh he said, off your desk, the way we operate. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, but I thought it was a pretty valid one. Now Gav's obviously a referee. Uh, does a lot of the Div One games for us, which is excellent. Shout out to you, Gav. Yeah. Uh, but he, he wrote in and said one of these icks, and I couldn't agree more. I'm not a referee, but I see people do it all the time. Ick. Especially in in house where you see those players, you know, someone scores a goal, everyone celebrates, they all go to the bench to, to pump fists, and there's just that one player that doesn't join the line, they go over to the referee, have a little whisper in the ear, oh, don't forget, number 12, oh, second assist. Yeah. Chiseling. Chiseling points. You know, me, ref number 12, got it up the back there. Oh, 
Yeah, absolutely. Yep. That hit my shin, you know, and then went to my guy accounts. Yeah. Yeah, don't do it. Look, I mean, especially for second assists. I mean, if the referee asks you, now a lot of, we have some great referees, that'll, if they're unsure, they'll ask. Like yep. who, who was on the back of that one there, boys, you know? But uh, if you're going out of your way to chisel in, especially when sometimes it's not that cut and dry. Lol. Yep. Agreed. Now, in saying that, you can email us after the game and we'll do our best to uh, get the stats as correct as possible. But, I mean, let the referees have a call of it. Yeah, exactly. Um, just before we dive into the mystery guest of episode 88, Davey, just want to mention that there's going to be a slight adjustment in the NHL schedule because Leon actually brought this to my attention uh, on the weekend and said, you've got us playing the Astros, I think it was, more than the Navigators and Galaxy. Um, so I had a look and that he was spot on. Um, so I had to make an adjustment there and, and change teams so everyone plays each other an even amount of games. But then in doing so, I've noticed that, particularly in Div 4, they're versing the same club three weeks in a row. So we don't really want that, mate. No, no, that uh, that's not ideal. No. That's not what we strive to do. So we're going to do our best to adjust that. Yeah, we'll adjust it a little bit. We're probably going to have to move one of the February games into the January period. Um, so timings of games and stuff may change slightly. We'll try to do that between Christmas and New Year, so it's up yeah, and We'll get it on, on an ASAP. Yeah, as quickly sure as possible. It's, uh, it's as best as possible. But, mate, let's get into this week's... All right, this one was your uh, turn, the mystery player. Um, I almost butchered it by calling him the Huntsman. We didn't have any guess, guests, guess, guesses, guesses about Hunter Allen though, so I must have cleared my name pretty well. But uh, who was it, mate? What clues did you have for last week? Yeah, so we said this player had played up in, uh, what did he start in, Div 3, then went 2, and then quickly to 1. He's the toe drag king. Yep. He's, got, he's got one of the best toe drags in the business. Uh, loves to ride the motocross, get on the motorbikes, get a bit of run, 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 run. and uh, the, the player is none other than Hunter Almasi. Hunter. Sonics, your clubhouse, your teammate, mate. Yeah, Hunter correct. Almasi. So, mate, who was on the on the Hunter Almasi tra- train? Congratulations, Jamie Spelled, GJT, Gav Thurston, Heather Sutherland had this one, which I was pretty surprised at. And then the legends themselves, the ones that were missing in that very important Div 4 game, Brendan and Sherry McCormack. Love it, mate. Now, did anyone get it? Oh, I'm just having a quick squizzy, but uh, it's not looking like it at all this week, Dave. That's great. That's a clean, uh, clean sweep. All right, mate. Well, let's get into episode 89's... This player, Davey, they are affiliated, well, not affiliated, but they have a very close link and clue in their surname to a trade. There's someone who... Harvey Plummer. Oh, sorry. Plumstead. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I remember him. Yeah. Hot half, yeah. Yeah, it doesn't play anymore. I uh, hope he's well. But no, that wasn't the person. Okay. This person uh, does it all. Plays forward, plays D. Even net. They are a right-handed shot. They remind me a bit of a, a pirate, I must say. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, they did come through learn to play, but they've been in the league now for about five years and historically 
a bandito. Oh, I know it. Now an Astro. Let's leave it there, mate. That's a good one. That's this week's. All right, Davey, as promised, let's try and get out that yellow phone and give our mystery guest a call. Or if he's got my phone to uh, do not answer. All right. Maybe it just rings forever. I've reached. Let's give. All right, Davey. Unfortunately, no luck there with Jack Waterson, our previous referee in chief. Um, But that's all right. We do have a backup, fortunately. So let's just try and give. this guy who I believe is going to be playing on the Central Coast, um, potentially in the AHL next season. Um, a recent move from Darwin. Let's see if Rodney will take the call. Yeah, g'day, Rodney speaking. Rodney, hey, mate. It's, uh, it's Matt Lindsay here. We spoke over email uh, just a couple of days ago, um, but we're... I haven't mentioned it to you at all, actually, but we, we run a podcast for the Newcastle community. I know you're looking at um, being around the Hunter area, but we had a bit a bit of a chat about you moving down this way from Darwin. Yeah, that's right, mate. Uh, yeah. yeah, the old podcast uh, on the blower here lately. Yeah, I know all about it, mate. Yeah, oh, very good. Down there, uh, can't wait, can't wait to get out there. We have you the boys. Yeah, absolutely. So you, you're still in Darwin at the moment, um, but looking to move down here in the, the new year? Yeah, mate, right now up in Darwin. Farming uh, <laughs> season up here, brother. So, uh, you know, up here doing the, doing the hard yards, but, uh, you know, I've got to give, uh, got to give me sport a go. So uh, I'll be down there, mate. I'll be down there. Can't, uh, can't wait to take the game on the ice. Excellent. So you've been, you've done the, the programs and stuff there up at the, the Darwin Ice Rink uh, that we're pretty familiar with. We went up there a few years ago. Um, apparently, you know JFK and, and Dave, um, who I guess jump for the next question in a second here. But um, yes, obviously, you met them already and looking to take the game to the, the next level and either be in the, the East Coast kind of um, level, I suppose, in the Newcastle area or even maybe try your luck down at the Central Coast. Yeah, mate, uh, I was, uh, was, was up at a youth master, master, actually, and um, one of the boys said uh, they'd been they'd been trying ice hockey. Some some bloke from the US of A uh, was out here giving it giving it a go, and you know, and there's some players. So I thought I'll I'll come up and have a hit with his. Yep. Uh, hadn't been on the on the ice before, but uh, got the boots on there, mate. Had a had a go, uh, and um, you know, they taught me the stuff, and was bloody good at it. <laughs> bloody good at it. So. Uh, you know, I've been going at that pretty pretty regularly. The boys are all dra- dragging me out there, have a, you know, shoot the shoot the uh, the buckle around there and stuff. And yeah. you know, mate, been loving it. So, Rodney, obviously, you know, in Darwin, you you're playing the three on three there. But what is your preferred position? Do you like being up forward? Do you like being on defence? I guess what uh, part of the game do you kind of attracts you the most? Yeah, mate. I mean, uh, playing all the positions really. Um, I mean, I kind of take a take a life in the full forward role because uh, <laughs> the less skate for me, and um, kind of kind of like uh, doing the old slap shooting, you know, get the puck in there nice and nice and quick. But um, 
Yeah, but I'm full forward, but uh, mate, I'll do whatever the team needs. I am whatever the team needs. A farm boy at heart, right? So <laughs> however I can help out, mate, um, I'll, I'll put the work boots on. Uh, well, well, skates in this case. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and awesome. uh, get after it. Excellent, mate. Oh, well, we won't keep you too much longer. I've got one more question, though. I'm just curious to see, because obviously the Darwin rink, uh, it's majority three-on-three. Three. It's a pretty small ice surface. Have you gone to any other rinks yet around the country to kind of have a look at the, the bigger ice? And, and if so, are you kind of prepared for um, doing a little bit more skating, I guess, than what you would be as a, a full forward, you said, um, at the Darwin rink? Yeah, yeah. Some of the boys, I haven't been to any other, uh, any other ice rinks, but um, some of the boys have been showing me on there. On mobile phones, you know, some some uh, YouTube pictures of of uh, some real real big ice rinks, and uh, so you know, I think I think my game will translate all right, but uh, just got to get fit, you know what I mean? Got to get yeah, fit, yeah. Uh, just lay off. Um, well, I'm laying off the beers. Uh, I'm, I'm, I've had no no beers since I knew I was coming down there. You know, I want to get me fittest, so it's been you know, strictly four X's, awesome. and um, just just I'll be flying, mate. I'm flying. I'll have no doubt. That's that's great, mate. Well, um, appreciate you reaching out to us uh, via email, as I said, and um, meeting Davey, I guess, uh, a couple of years ago now, but definitely looking forward to meeting you in person down here early next year and seeing what uh, the hockey future is for you, whether it's the East Coast level or, um, yeah, perhaps AHL around here or, or down the Central Coast. Yeah, mate, can't wait to, can't wait to be doing it. Can't wait to pull on the shirt and, um, you know, just get in the sheds with the boys. Um, so, yeah, come come say good day and uh, you know, we'll have, we'll have, we'll have a frothy with you. Awesome, mate. All right. Thanks, Rodney, mate. We'll uh, chat again soon. Ch- ciao, mate. Bye. Well, there you have it, mate. Rodney, an absolute character. Look, I did see him. I was up there with JFK doing some Darwin uh, learn, to, learn to play sessions and he was out there, mate. He's a character. He definitely gives her a red-hot go. The skating was a bit questionable, but it sounds like he's come on a little bit. Uh, and even working on his uh, on his slap shot as well. So looking forward to seeing him, mate. Uh, I think he's I think he's going to represent Darwin very well. Awesome. Yeah, it sounds like an interesting character. So um, yeah, we'll see. We'll see what Rodney brings uh, when he arrives early next year, uh, mate. Let's round out this episode with a bit of a sequence from the Serious Cup to go into Dave's question corner. Uh, is it going to be for me? I guess it is because I was the yeah, only one there. here. You were there, mate. You yeah. were LIVE. I was repping the doctors. Let's refer to, to Jiku's second goal. Mm. So pretty interesting sequence of events. Sequent. Sequent? Sequence. Sequence. Of yeah. events. Uh, it's the nasal thing I get blocked up in here, mate. You know. Uh, but anyway, it came off, came off a turnover just over the, uh, just inside the uh, Galaxy D zone. They, uh, I can't remember if it was Ultram, but someone put a did a head down play. Um, probably shouldn't wear the number based off the number three based off what he did. But anyway, uh, just a little bit of a pizza up the right hand boards here. Oh, straight, hot, hot and fresh. Yeah, straight to the goat, Ray Sheffield. Uh, you definitely don't want to hit him with a clean pass in the offensive zone. Ray was thinking about it. I saw that he was like, "Oh, do I tee up a slap shot here? Probably could have the game on my stick." Uh, but then said, no, not today. Did a nice little soft pass to Jiku Apraya, who said, I've had too long of a shift. I'm just going to whack this thing. And uh, sure enough, mate, lets it go. Bing, bang, boom. Nice little tuck for the Jiku taking the... That was a game-winning goal, actually. Um, all right, mate, for the Dave's Question Corner, we actually had one come in from our friend Brendan McCormick. So... 
going to read it out right now if I can find it. So, Brendan writes to us, mate, and he says, question time for the show. Geordie Woodrick talks about hockey a lot. We had some fun times when Geordie was here. Yes, he talked about hockey a lot, from face-off tactics, famous people he trained with, to hockey injuries. After the Bandits stole the cup victory, we even shared a laugh and a photo of allowing Geordie to hoist our cup. I don't know if they got league approval for that, but anyway. Uh, Just as he allowed us with the good all, even though he was playing for an opposing team then. Yes, we have certainly had some entertaining imports over the years. David, who would be your favourites to play alongside, question mark, and outside of the rink? I'm going to take a stab and already guess that it's going to be Robbie Lawrence. But anyway, I'll let you answer your own question. Oh, he was absolutely one of my favourites, partly because I was living with him. But favourite to play with for me was uh, Andre Smash. Ah, Smacko. he was Getting so easy. Yep. I could just slide the puck to him <laughs> and he did the rest. Um, and he actually gave it back to me, which was which was awesome. Um, he was, you know, and recency bias as well, a bias as well, but he was my favourite on the ice to play with. Yep. Uh, my favourite to watch on the ice was Pierre Cottenois, 2013. Mm. Uh, and off the ice, oh, I'm going to actually go a bit off the board. There's so many imports that I really, really enjoy. But one guy, I we didn't hang out a lot. Like we, well, we hung out as much as I would any other import, so a fair bit. But not a crazy amount. But I just really enjoyed um, our time together, and that was Steve Coon. Yeah, he was just a, a fun guy who I just I don't know what it was. We just kind of hit it off. I really enjoyed him. So I mean, there's so many. It's honestly, it's like picking your favorite child. Yeah, I mean, we're easy for you, Maddie, because you only have one, but. <laughs> And I have none. So anyway, no, that's a bad analogy, but you know what I mean? They're I all do. we have so many great imports here, it's hard to pick one favourite. But I would I would say, yeah, best to play with Smasho, best to watch Cottonwire, and best off the ice, Steve Coombe. All right. Very good. Nice short and sharp. You, yourself, Matty, do you have one before we have to sign out here? Oh, I don't, mate, but we're running out of time. So yeah, it might have to be roll. what I was thinking is it might be cool in the off season in March to maybe run through um, All Star import team. Yeah, and just a few imports in general, just talk about them because we have some great stories. Maybe do a banana with them as well. Ooh, yeah. okay. We could try that. That's very interesting. All right, mate, we got to sign off. We do. So right, sound before out I throw the... over to you, mate, I'm wishing everyone a Merry Christmas. Have a safe and happy holidays. And we cannot wait to see everyone again, Matty. Mate, it kind of sounds like you just did the outro, but uh, you know what? I'll repeat it. We want to thank everyone for listening to The Flyby this year. 2022 was a heck of a year. Very busy, very exciting for the NIHL as we continue to grow it with people, with yourselves. Um, Couldn't do it without you. So thank you again. Have a great Christmas and New Year. We'll see you in early January where we kick it all off again. 